Okay, today we're going to talk about all the games that happened this weekend. And first we're going to start off in La Liga. So La Liga title race, Real Madrid is still up. You know, they're still number one. Sevilla is second, uh, Real Betis third, and Barcelona is back and fourth. Atletico Madrid is fifth. Okay, anyway, and Barca also has a game in hand. Real Madrid is fine. Real Madrid is fine, and they are winning La Liga. I, I mean... Every week. I mean, it might be one game they have off or whatever. But everybody else is having, like, a terrible season. So they can take as much days off as they want. They're still winning this La Liga. I mean, like I said, Sevilla is literally, it's like tying left to right. You get what I'm saying? I mean, soon Barcelona is going to be in, like, second place. And do you think Barcelona is going to catch up to Real Madrid? I don't think so. And I'm a Barca fan. Out of all the top four teams right now, we're looking fire. Like, if we're looking just from the past, uh, let's say, like, if we look at the past uh, five games for each team, top four, we have the best record. Like, Sevilla played Espanyol, and they tied them. And they also got a red car. And in my opinion, they got lucky. Okay? So, same with the red butty. They got lucky today. Barcelona and Valencia played today. Well, this game was mostly about, you know, Barcelona just played a Napoli and they just couldn't score. They were they played great, but they couldn't capitalize on their chances they were creating. Uh, especially Fernando Torres, because he's just been terrible. Same thing this game, he was garbage. He was so bad. But you know who wasn't bad? Aubameyang. Aubameyang scored two goals. Well, not just two. After the game ended, they gave him three goals. But anyway, before we get to that, so the starting lineup was like, you know, on the front, they had Mbappe starting next to Aubameyang and Torres. And then in the midfield is the usuals. And the back, you know, uh, Daniel Alves is suspended. So Des replaced him. In central mid, Araujo came back. But PK is not here because he's suspended for one game. And Jordi Alba. Okay, let me just let me just put this down. I mean, the guy, the guy has been our best player so far. He's been great. Immediately when the game started, the combination for the first goal was just Alba. You know what I mean? And then they got the second goal. So the first and second goal happened and you're just thinking like, okay, this is going to be a routine Barcelona win. And that was the outcome. It was just a routine. Everybody, everybody was on point. Dembele didn't score, but he was creating a bunch of chances. Aubameyang could have scored even more. The worst player was again Torres. Now, we're waiting for him to get his confidence back, but man... Right? I see what he meant by when he said, you know, Suarez went through it. And I was saying, like, I didn't even notice it. Because, like, games like this is needed. If one of your, you know, forwards having an off night, hopefully the other two are having their best nights. You know what I mean? It takes that much. It takes to, to like, ignore the flaw that's happening here. You got to have two of them going all out. And that's what it was in this game. Uh, you know, uh, Aubameyang, like I said, he got a... <laughs> He got a hat trick, and that the reason why he got the hat trick, that great goal that uh, Pedri shot at the end, he got he hit his back, so they gave him the goal. So he got he got the golden goal. So you know it's a great it's a great start for him, and this just shows us like yo yo, Xavi's team is really coming together. Like they're becoming more clutch. Like for example, they only had seven shots compared to Valencia's eleven shots, but on target out of those seven times. They got six of them on target. Out of those six, they score four of them. I mean, if that's not a clutch, I don't know what is, you know. That's all I'm going to say about that game. Great, great game, guys. 
Let's just see if we can keep this momentum going, though. So that's it for Spain. Now we're going to the Premier League. And the Premier League, things are getting pretty hot. It's getting pretty hot and heavy. Not just for the... I'm just fourth place. Fourth place is getting very heavy. But first, let's start with the big game. The Manchester City and Tottenham, okay? Okay, this game deserves a backstory. So let me put a backstory in there for you. So coming into this game, you know, Manchester City is obviously been winning. They're, they're just been winning. Their last five games, they didn't lose a game. You know what I'm saying? They didn't lose not one game. Tottenham's last five games, they've lost three times. They only won twice. You get what I'm saying? So you assumed this was just another routine game. You know what I mean? And if Tottenham lost, it wouldn't be much of a surprise. You know, it was getting to the point that like people were just feeling that maybe Conte wasn't the right guy, you know, to change Tottenham. It was getting to that point. And this game, you know, I don't know, like we weren't much talking much about Conte's tactic or what is he doing to Tottenham. You know, the fact that Chiori rejected their offer and went to Barcelona even for a low ball offer just because he didn't want to play over there. You know, that kind of made it seem like Tottenham is just going down. They're not going upwards, they're going downwards. But this dude on the low key was bringing players and getting rid of players. He got rid of Daniel Alley, he got rid of Asocio, and he also got rid of Brian Phil. And this dude is back of uh, Valencia. Today he was playing against Barcelona and he was great. Des couldn't stop his crosses. Even the first goal that Barcelona succeeded, it was because, what's the name? Fernando Torres didn't come back and help out Des. That was it. So he got rid of all these guys and brought up like a bunch of... This is what he does. This is what he does. He did the same thing when he went to Inter Milan. He went to Inter Milan. He slowly got rid of like, you know, people that were trash. He got rid of trash and brought up like players who were really broken. Like the same thing here. He got two players from Juve who essentially felt like they were being left out, really. I think his method is just like find these broken players and build them up. Tell them like, hey, I am going to rebuild you and... You know, you're going to be the shit. You get what I'm saying? Every player was on point. He even used a formation that I have not seen in a minute. He used three in the back and then four right, four in the middle, two right in front of the middle, and then Harry Kane on top. And then when they played the game, Harry Kane would drop so low because Manchester City would stay, you know, their, their, their line is super high. You know, they stay a high line and... This was perfect. I don't know if Conte planted this or whatever. In the middle of the game, Conte went over to went to Pub Gariallo to say something. I like to hear, I like I like to think he was like, "Hey man, I'm I'm about to, I'm not sure what I've been working with." And the other story is like, you know, it's Harry Kane. Harry Kane, someone has been having just he's been off this season and mostly just had to do the fact that he was supposed to play for Manchester City this season, really, but his club didn't let him go or whatever. No one we don't know. Everybody's denying something everybody's denying whatever pep was like they don't want to sell him they didn't want to sell him really and because of that he something just wasn't right this game for him i like to think this is what he did he called he calls son you know he calls Son. he's like hey man what's going on bro hey bro hey song i i want to show people what's up i saw what uh kelly mbappe did the other night you know winning that game for his team you know beating those you know the team that he's going for next year. I want to have my night. You know, that's what he said. And Son was like, yeah, I got you, dude. I want our fans, you know, our people, and their people to know that you are worth it. You are worth all the money there is, okay? So I like to think they made that kind of pack. I mean, put the two Juventus players that came in as well. I mean, they're, the click was just perfect. Every time Harry Kane passes are like, he arguably has one of the best passes 
as a striker in the Premier League, you know? So he dips in every time, and then Song was just like, every time when he sees Kane with the ball, this dude's running. Manchester City just playing, thinking that they're going to win. They're at home. It's just another day at the office, you know? They're playing, they're playing, but they just couldn't, they're having a hard time breaking them down. And when Tottenham scored that first goal with the Kane, Son, Dejan Kulusevski, I hope I said that right. But anyway, yeah, the combination between those three was crazy. Kane, Son helps Kulieski makes a goal. Son helps Kulieski make a goal, and then Kulieski helps Kane make goal. And you just, if you want to win the Champion League, you just cannot afford to have these kind of games. And Harry Kane today just put to bed the fact that. You know, Manchester City doesn't need a striker. You know, they're doing fine. Yeah, I think we... It's over. That talk is done. They need a striker if they want to win the Champion League. The performance they've given out is a league performance. It's not the Champion League performance. Manchester City gets a goal, so they equalize it. And you can just feel right when they score that goal, the, the relief that comes on all of them. And the game is going... And you're thinking, like, you know, Manchester City is kind of getting the game together. I guess they're kind of about to close it up. It's like Tottenham knew the pressure points of Manchester City. They knew exactly when to attack, when to press, all that, you know? And they would just kind of soak all the pressure and then just bounce it back. And Manchester City just didn't know how to deal with it. And again, Harry Kane, you know what I'm saying, scores a goal. I mean, he could have scored at least three or four goals in this game. That's how many chances he was, they were creating. So he scores another goal now. It's about 2-1. to one, And you're just like, oh boy, oh my God, is it going to be today? You know, it's Manchester City finally losing a game. And as the game is going, now it's like extra time. And Ramiro gets a handball. And boom, just like that, it's 2-2. Actually, hold on, hold on. This was the scene right after Manchester City scored the goal. So you're thinking, all right, I guess City escaped and I guess they're about to win this. Good for them. It doesn't matter how bad they played. They still can take a point away from the game. Tottenham was like, all right, let's bring back our old curse where we just never lose to Manchester City. So anyway, so they're playing and you can feel the Manchester City players. I mean, they look gassed. Like in the midfield, they look so tired. So, and that's where the last goal came from, like connection from the midfield. This is also a scene from the last moment of the game. Amazing commentary. Performance of heart from Tottenham Hotspur. Romero, whose heart was broken. Doherty. Romero. Bentancourt. Space ahead of Kulusevski, who set a rolling eons ago. In by Kulusevski. Pain! That is extraordinary! I mean, that's commentary to the highest level right there. 
But anyway, yeah, they lost the game. That was that was it. You know, congratulations to Harry Kane. And really, for Pep Guardiola, this is the evidence. He just he can just go to their I don't know their recruiting department. He can just show them this footage of this game and be like, it does not matter how much money Tottenham asks, get this guy immediately. You get what I'm saying? Or you can get Holland. Anyway, whatever. And Chelsea played. There's not really much to say. Chelsea kind of just proving themselves. They're like, yeah, they are number three team in the Premier League. That's it. Now, on the other hand, Liverpool played and they really showed that, like, you know, they are contenders. Like, they're not they're not holding back on Manchester City. They just made a great transfer. You know what I mean? They got this loose guy from Portugal. Club is trying to create a dynasty, okay? Club is trying to do what Pep Guardiola over there is trying to do. He's trying to have two teams with same work, same end product, basically. And he's getting it. They look very sharp. They look like they're a contender for the Champion League. I said Chelsea needed to take a pointer from these guys, okay? But since Lukaku just came to Chelsea, everything has just been very gloom. Either way, they won this week, Chelsea. And it doesn't matter. They're still in third place. Anyway, going on to Syria. To Syria, it's wild, okay? It's wild. I don't know what Inter Milan's doing, but... I, I guess it doesn't matter because so their main contenders are having an off night too. So I don't know how to really to look at that other than like PSG also played this weekend and they were. I mean uh, I don't there's not much there's not really much to say. I mean if you watch the game you know there's not much you can get out of this game. Yes they lost that's that's something you can get out but are they gonna what does this loss even mean? Doesn't even matter this loss matters zero because they're still gonna win the league so it doesn't really matter. This is more about just showing that these guys are clicking. They're just not finishing. There's like no end product. Lionel Messi had chances. Mbappe had chances. Neymar had chances. I mean, there were just chances everywhere. They just couldn't take it. I bet you the other team couldn't believe that they did not lose this game. Even when they were up three to nothing. I look at it just he was just resting some players and wanted to try something different. And he might have not worked out. He was trying something different, you know, because he had like both of his left and right back not there. And the two that substituted them were just not up to par from what we saw early in the week. But anyway, let's go to Germany. We go to Germany. And, you know, as we know, Bayern has been having a little trouble. Okay. But no worries because this weekend they came in and they won 4-1. You get what I'm saying? Lewandowski gets his brace, you know. Just that celebration, no worries. So Bayern's back on a roll. So we'll see what happens in the Champion League. And then if you talk about Borussia Dortmund, the fact that like they had a great game today, but like, who cares? Yeah, I said who cares. They're just trying to play with you. Don't fall for these emotions. Just continue on. Continue on thinking that they're garbage because they are. But that's about it for soccer this week.